Deuteronomy chapter 32, and we're going to look at verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 11. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them up, taketh them, and beareth them on her wings. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time this morning that we could circle ourselves and center ourselves on your word. And God, I pray this morning as we come before you this morning as a needy people, one in need of one thing and one in need of another. And I pray, Lord, that you would, through your word this morning, that you would meet every need. We pray for that one who may not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior. I pray this morning that something would be said from your word that would draw them to salvation before it's eternally too late. Father, we thank you for this time. We ask, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I have the wonderful privilege of flying about 13 hours uh, from Ghana to get to America. And, and over that period of time, I, I had a very choice seat. And every once in a while, I glanced outside of the window and, and I looked at the probably the most important part in flight. What would that be? Oh, I'm glad you know. Amen. I looked at the wings. And as I considered the wings, I just wanted to find out what the scripture had to say about wings. We, we arrived in, in the U.S. and we had the wonderful privilege of being in our capital. Uh, we kind of, my wife planned it that way. Uh, we got off uh, at Dulles and we had to be down on the mall uh, because we arrived on July the 4th. So there was nothing that we, you know, was going to keep us away from celebrating our red, white, and blueness. Amen. Amen. We wanted to get down to the mall and hear the president speak and, and uh, just celebrate that joy of being an American. And we took the Metro Rail, and as we were on the Metro Rail, we, we came out at, at the stop called Archives. And I'm not sure if I have it right, but I know that this is how I felt. When we came out of archives, we were walking down a corridor of greatness. Uh, on, on, on this side of the street, I believe, was archives, and I'm not sure what the other building was on the other side, but, but I had this deep, warm sense, I'm glad I'm American. And, and right about that time, the largest plane in our military arsenal came over, and it was like it covered up where we were. And I just looked up, and I thought, I'm so glad I'm on the right side. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I believe it was a stealth bomber, black 
as, as black, 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 and right next to it were two jets that kind of gave you a frame of reference. This plane is huge. And that idea of wings continued to churn in my spirit. And the Lord gave me some things I just want to share with you this morning about wings. When we look at our passage, the, the first winged creature that is spoken of is, is an eagle. And the eagle in its natural state has some, just some very incredible characteristics. It, it, it takes uh, a mate for a lifetime, amen. One wife for life. Amen. That, that's God's plan. And, and you know what? Uh, I don't know what has happened in your life, but thank the Lord you have the one you're with. Stay with it for life. Amen. Amen. And, and so it's, it's, it's interesting that, that that one couple worked together to create one of the largest nests on known to men. The, the nest is, is huge. As a matter of fact, the, 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 the eagle itself is a very large creature. Its, its wingspan is anywhere from six to eight feet. It's 42 inches uh, long from beak to tail. And, and, and so it's a, it's a massive bird. And, and together, uh, the, the eagle, the, the, the husband and wife prepare a nest. And there's something interesting about uh, the, the preparation of the nest. They know that they're going to have a family. Amen. They, they know that they're going to have offspring. And, and so they, they prepare the nest in such a way that it's very comfortable. And, and so you'll find a piece of cotton and you'll find some uh, tree branches and, and a, a lot of uh, fluffy and nice, comfortable things. And that eagle sits on that egg. It's about an eight-week gestation period, and, and before you know it, that little egg cracks open, and out comes this ugly little creature. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have feathers. He doesn't have, have he, he's not beautiful. He's not that grand uh, bird that we look at, and we feel a sense of pride. But, but he's this ugly little furry creature, and, and, and they have hair, not feathers. And, and, and Mother Eagle goes out and, and she brings everything that eaglet needs to survive. She, she feeds it. She goes out and she catches a rabbit. She catches a squirrel. And, and, and that eagle has a, a habit of just going like this. And, and, and Mom just puts in its mouth all that it needs, all the nutrients, everything it needs to grow. Amen. That sounds like our Heavenly Father. Amen. He places us in the environment where we get all that we need. And, and over a period of time, this, 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 this eaglet begins to have feathers pop out. The mother eagle has a, uh, a practice uh, that, that ornithologists call imprinting. And, and as she feeds that eagle and as the eagle uh, uh, begins to grow and it begins to gain, gain feathers and, and little by little it develops into something that looks truly like an eagle. Uh, she continues to feed and, and, and she does something very interesting. She gets right over the nest 
And she doesn't fly away. She simply glides over the nest. It's called imprinting. The, 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 the eagle begins to see and understand, but really not have the experiential uh, knowledge of flight. Stays in the, cave, in, in, the, in the nest, and the mother just irregularly comes over and just glides over the nest. And then mother begins to do something very interesting. She begins to go away, and she doesn't come back for a long time. Little Eaglet begins to get hungry, and, and then all of a sudden, Eagle, Mom Eagle's behavior changes, and, and now she's getting in the nest, and she's not merely trying to imprint, but she begins to feather the nest, and the, all the fluffy things in the nest begin to remove. That little eagle begins to become irritated. Can't find a comfortable place to relax. And not only is he irritated, but he's hungry. And that nest becomes an undesirable place. That mother eagle, God has placed within her the infinite wisdom and the knowledge to irritate and to aggravate that eaglet to flight. Doesn't quite understand what its wings are for. It doesn't understand the visual acuity that it has. It doesn't know all that God has placed within it. But God has graciously given the wisdom to that mother eagle to bring that eagle, that eagle, And I'm not sure exactly how it happens, but if I can use my imagination, I can imagine that, that she irritates that eaglet to the point that it gets upon her wings. And that, that little eaglet digs into mom's wing and mom takes a flight. And I can, if I can for a moment, just be a little childish. I can imagine that, that eaglet on mother eagle's wings on Oh, this is Nino! And just enjoying flight with mom. But all of a sudden, Mother Eagle does something very unusual. She swoops out from under that eaglet, and that eaglet begins to fall. And as that eaglet's falling, there's something, again, I, there's something that God has placed within that Mother Eagle that, that comes her to understand. He, she doesn't, he doesn't, they don't quite get it yet. Don't let them perish. And she has just an ability to know that at a certain point. And she just comes back under and picks that eagle up again. Hey, that's what, that's what our scripture says. It says, beareth them on her wings. She takes them back up again. I can imagine, you know, baby eagles having a conversation. Mom, why'd you do that? You know what? what so that sounds like us. God, what are you doing? What's going on? I, I don't understand why this is happening in my family, in our home, with our children. <laughs> that 
it does the very same thing. It removes itself, and that eaglet begins to fall. And little by little, it develops what's called equilibrium, and, and it begins to realize, I can fly. I want to say to you this morning, I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're going through. But God wants you to realize you can fly. These wings are the wings of learning. And, and sometimes we, we, we have to be taken up over and over again. But God wants us to fly. He wants us to accomplish great things. He wants what has been placed in us to be birthed. That his perfect will can be accomplished in our lives. Wings. Wings of learning. I'll tell you that, that, that eagle, when he begins to fly, he realizes I have visual acuity and my stomach is growling. Hello. I'm hungry. Mama hasn't fed me in a while. But I, I don't know. But all of a sudden, he becomes a cannon and he comes down and without even touching the ground, he grabs that rabbit and he goes, oh my. God wants to do something great in your life. But if you allow the wings of learning to form you, you can accomplish God's will. I want us to look at another set of wings. Turn with me to the book of Job. Job 39. Look with me at verse 13. And this is, this is so powerful because Job is going through a perplexing, agonizing experience. And, and God looks to uh, the, the world of nature to show Job, uh, to, 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 to allow Job to understand his power. And, and, and I really love the, the, the verses before uh, verse 11, verse 13, but we're going to read uh, verse uh, 13, and we'll jump back up and read verse uh, 11 and 12 in just a moment. Verse 39, 13. And it says, Gaveth thou the goodly wings unto the peacock, or the wings and feathers unto the ostrich? These, these two winged creatures, are very interesting. When you, when you look at the peacock, I don't know how many of you have ever, ever seen a peacock, but when you see the peacock, the male peacock, and, and he opens his feathers, you see all the eyes. And, and to the contrary of what the, the teachings are about uh, the ostrich, it is not all seen. Amen, I like that. You don't know where I'm going, but I do. Amen. <laughs> Our God is all-knowing. Amen. Amen. I don't need a mystical uh, interpretation of my God. He is omniscient. Amen. He knows where I am. He knows where I need to be. And he knows what it, need, what it takes to get me there. And all I have to do is to trust him. Amen. He's omniscient. He, he's all-knowing. All we have to do is trust him. 
I had a wonderful experience about uh, three weeks ago. I'd share it with you. I was in uh, Ohio, and uh, I, I preached. And one of the things we always do, if you have musical instruments that you would like to donate, we'd love for you to bring them back, and we'll take them. And, and so a gentleman came up to me. He says, you know what? Uh, I, we, we have a musical instrument in the repair shop. We got it. And so he said, I have a, a trumpet that's messed up. And he said, I'll bring it this evening. So he brought his trumpet. And, and sure enough, his trumpet was messed up. It was twisted. And so I said, no problem. I can fix it. And so he says, how much does it cost? And I thought, don't worry about it. I'll fix it. And so I, I was going to a friend of mine's uh, up in Wisconsin. I took the trumpet up there. I had all the equipment I needed to do it. Fixed it perfectly. looked like new. I was coming back. Uh, we visited our son. And uh, he was doing Jewish outreach in, in Chicago. And we were coming back, heading uh, to, to Pennsylvania. I was driving all night to get there. And uh, we had had some problem with the air conditioner. And my wife, we were uh, about, I kept communicating with this brother. I'm almost back to, uh, to, to Ohio. Uh, we're heading in, you know, we're in the uh, western Indiana. We'll be there probably in about an hour and a half. And my wife says to me, honey, uh, why don't we try the air conditioner? And so it was hot. We're suffering for the Lord. Amen. And so you didn't get that. Okay. And so we pushed the air conditioner. We pushed the air conditioner, and it went boom. I thought, oh, boy. So about 45 seconds later, I looked down, and the, the heat, the, the, the temperature light was all the way over. I thought, oh, pulled over really quickly. I have no mechanical skills, didn't have a tool in the car. And I called this brother, and I said, brother, I was trying to get your trumpet back to you, but uh, my car blew up. <laughs> uh, so I don't, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. I have your trumpet. I want you to get it. Uh, we're, we're right here. And so I was praying and saying, Lord, I hope this brother doesn't come and get his trumpet and say, God bless you. you know? uh, so he came, and, and when, he, when he got to my car, he opened up his trunk. He had three, three buckets of tools. He had his light. He had everything. I mean, he jumped out of the car like Rambo, you know, and just fixed everything. And I'm thinking, you know, God, our God is our mission. Amen. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I was just trying to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Oh, just be a blessing. Amen. try to do anything special, just make your life a blessing. And, and guess what? The Lord protected me. We could have been on the road all night. And the last time we called uh, AAA, they said, we have too many dispatch, you have to call someone else. But my God, he doesn't leave me hanging. He's omniscient. He knows everything. We just need to trust him. The second one we look at is the ostrich. My goodness. This is, this is just so good. I like this one. The ostrich is the largest bird in the avian kingdom, or the, or the, according to orthologists. The largest bird. The, the smallest bird being probably a little bit bigger than the tip into my tip, my pinky. And in the, in the thinking of the People in that time, the, the, the 
ostrich was thought of a, as a creature that was omnipotent. Hello. Hello. Well, I think I, I, you, I taught y'all five years ago, but I'm going to teach you again. In Ghana, when I say hello, you say hi. Hello. Hi. Well, that means we're communicating. Amen. Amen. And, and so the, the ostrich is the largest bird. And, and there's something about the ostrich. The ostrich has four toes on the front of its feet. And those toes are like bullets. And the power with which it kicks, it can kill a lion. But our God. Contrary eyes, our God is all powerful. The wings of learning, the wings of omniscience, and the wings of power. I'm telling you this morning, there's somewhere I want to be, and I think you want to be too. Let's go to Psalms 36. <clears throat> Psalms 36 says this. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men Put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. I don't know about you this morning, but I want my life to rest under the shadow of my Heavenly Father's wings. There's two words used here. There's one word used here that encapsulates the definition of two words. And that word is loving kindness. The two words that are encapsulated in that one word is grace and mercy. Huh, that's shouting ground. If you can't shout, you just raise your hand and say, amen. Grace and mercy. Grace is God's unmerited favor toward us. Amen. Mercy is us not receiving what we really deserve. Amen. And, and I, I have funny definitions for both of those. It's, it's called Kearney experience. But, but when I was a young boy, I grew up in a family. I'm the youngest of 11 children and when we would go to grandma's house, there would be about 42 of us and we would you know, my grandmother would say, we would raise sand. We would just get in all kinds of, she calls it devil men. We just get in all kinds of trouble. And, and one, I'll never forget, she, she lined us up and she said, I'm going to get y'all for old and new. And she lined up, the, started with the oldest ones, and I mean, she wore them out. You know, some people now call that child abuse. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad I was abused. <laughs> A lot of my friends who weren't in psychiatric wards were dead. Amen. And my 
father said, I'm not going to whip my child. You don't, the police will. Amen. And, and she, she got to the, she got to me, my grandmother got to me. I mean, she wore my older brothers and sisters and cousins out, and she got to me and she went. That, that was mercy. But here's, here's grace in my life experience. I, I've always been as tall as I am since I was 13. And so I was one of that, the big kid on campus or in, in, in school. And, and there was a lady in the cafeteria that when I would come to the cafeteria, I'd be in the line and I'd be like all the other kids smiling and getting my, you know. And all of a sudden, she would, she would look at me and I would pick what I wanted. And she would scoop it up, and she would put it on my plate, and then she would look at me and smile, and she would dip it in. Grace. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen, anyway. Can I say to you this morning that they took our Lord to a cross. They hung him high. They nailed him wide. They dropped him deep. And, and what they thought were, was going to be a, a cross of execution became wings that I can rest my life under. Under the shadow. For by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourselves. Amen. I want to look at another set of wings. Amen. Look with me in Matthew chapter 23. Wings of learning. Wings of omniscience. Wings of omnipotence. Wings of mercy and wings of grace. Look with me at verse 37. It says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stone them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together? Even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. I'm reminded this morning of that barn that burned down. They did everything they could to save that barn, and everything burned up. The old farmer went out to assess all that he had lost, and it was a it was a total loss. All that had been harvested was gone. As he was walking through that barn, came across him. 
he just kind of kicked that hand. And under her wings were chicks that were still alive. Can I say to you this morning, the enemy had singled each one of us out for one plan, that is to destroy us. The scripture says, the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. And this morning, either you are out from the safety of the shadows of his wing because you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. But then there's some of us this morning who can rejoice that all that the enemy would bring against me, we can declare that no weapon formed against me will prosper because we're under his wings. Hallelujah. I pray this morning. There's some here this morning who are bearing heavy burdens. Can I say to you, ask God, what are you teaching me? What is it that I can learn from what you've allowed to come into my life? Lord, help me to trust that you know all. Help me to know that your power is able to, to, to keep me and to strengthen me as I go through whatever it is that you may be going through. But then most of all, that is grace. His saving grace. So then, to pick you up, from the depths of sin to see. And then we can walk knowing that he's our protection. He's our own. I'm going to ask you this morning to bow your heads. Father, I thank you that as much as I rejoice in being a red, white, and blue American. I thank you that my life rests under your wings. Lord, I, I don't know the needs of each one here this morning, but I pray that if there's one here to, this morning who does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, I pray that they would seek refuge in you and find peace under your wings. Lord, those of us who are saved, God, I pray that you would strengthen us and help us to rejoice in the place that you've given us under your wings. Lord, help us to learn whatever it is you're teaching us. Help us to trust in your omniscience. Help us to trust in your power. Help us to know that your grace is sufficient and mercy is available. 
and that we're safe in you. In Jesus' name.